Just this past week, we had statues of the Blessed Virgin Mary being vandalized throughout the country. In Florida, a statue of Jesus was beheaded. You have churches in California and Florida being set on fire. Yesterday morning, a cathedral in France was set ablaze. We've got frequent violence in major cities. We've got continual rampant moral decline throughout the world. It doesn't take very much to look around and see evil at work. Or how I'd like to say things are messed up. And so two questions that have been kind of in the, the backdrop for me this past week that I've been asking myself is, what is someone in Mokina, Illinois, supposed to think about all of it? And what is someone in Mokina, Illinois, supposed to do about it? Lucky for us, the Word of God always supplies an answer. Specifically, I want to look at three principles that we can gleam here from our gospel today that gives us a direction on how to proceed. The first principle is, God is patient with evil. In the parable that we just heard, the enemy sowed the seeds, and the workers who saw it, after they see the weeds coming up in the field, they run to the master and say, do you want us to go pull those up? Like, we'll we'll take care of this. Just just say the word, and we'll go ahead and take care of all all those weeds. And the master said, take it easy chill. You're not doing anything. If you go and run out and uproot the weeds, you're going to take some wheat along with it. And so that's a, that's a surprising response that the master there gives. And it's, you know, it's a difficult one for someone like myself who can be over, overzealous at times. I'm like, what do you mean leave it? Like, don't, don't you see all that evil out there? And like, why not like, love me at it? And he says, leave it for now. There will be a day of reckoning to be sure. The, the end of this gospel makes that, makes that point. E- but evil is at work and it will always be at work in the world. That's the way, to, it's the problem of evil of why that is the case. But it is the case. God allows it. God is patient with the weeds. He's patient with evil. And by the way, that's, it's important to say that's really good news for you and me. That he's patient with evil. Because it's not just out there in the world that's messed up. You and I, our hearts are messed up. We're a mixed bag. We've got both the weeds and the wheat in us. Like, we're good, but at times we can be bad. We're men and women of virtue, meaning we choose the good, but we're also men and women of vice. At times, we know the good, and we don't choose it. We choose the wrong. We're both the wheat and the weeds. And we know this well. We know about the weeds that we have in our past, those things that we're ashamed of, those things that haunt us from our past. Weeds that I just wish would go away. 
current weeds that I struggle with that I wish I didn't struggle with. Thanks be to God, he doesn't just come in and just uproot everything right away. He knows us. Like, he knows what we struggle with, and he's patient with us. He chooses to see through the weeds in our lives. Now, to make sure we don't go on to think that God is just content with evil in the world and the content with evil in our hearts, that's where the second principle comes in. That is control what you can control. I think it often glanced over detail in this gospel that we just read is, or the the parable of the, the weeds and the wheat is that the reason the enemy was able to go out and sow the seeds of, of the weeds in the field and cause a, just a mess in the field is because the workers were sleeping. These are the same workers that came out when they saw it coming up. They said, you, well, let's go take care of all this evil. But when they had a chance to do something and control the evil, when they had the opportunity, they were asleep. When they had the chance to do something about the evil, they didn't. Most of us don't like this principle, right? Controlling what we can control because it's a lot easier to talk about everything that's wrong out there in the world and with things that are wrong with other people. And we complain. Like I know I'm, like this is an MO of Father Mark. Father Dindo's been getting an earful of me, complaining about COVID, of what should be done, what, should, what the bishops should do, what they shouldn't do. I could give a whole homily about all that stuff and complain. But I'm not. Because I end up just frustrating. What good does that do? Get more upset. And the Lord, the last couple of weeks, is just saying, Mark, stop being a crying baby and control the things that you can control. Or maybe another step further, control the evil that you can control. Control the evil in you. Control the evil of which those that you're responsible for. And so you and I in Mokina, Illinois, the first thing that we do, the first thing that we should do to combat the evil that's out there in the world, and we're thinking the big stuff, the things that are on the news, is to address first the ways in which we're not vigilant in the evil that we can control. Because evil in our control that we allow to happen contributes over time to the evil in the world. Don't think for a second that that's not the case. Some people might be saying, well, come on, Father Mark, like you're being silly. How is the evil, like how are the things, little sins, Sins that I have in my life, how is that contributing to the stuff that I see on the news? Make no mistake. Sin never, or it was a better way, sin always has a corporate element to it. It always has a communal element to it. Meaning the sins that we do alone, of which no one else knows about, things that we do in our room or no one else is watching, it has an impact far greater than we can imagine. It contributes the things that I watch, the things that I listen to, not telling the truth. It slowly 
sows little seeds of weeds in our hearts that can grow, that do grow, and do multiply. And so it's important for us to ask ourselves, am I controlling the evil that I can control? For parents, control what you can control. It's so easy for the evil one to get into homes today to sow little weeds in the hearts of your children. Especially today, it's easy. The reality is that today, and this is the palm-sweating reality for parents, I'm sorry, but if you turn your eye, a blind eye, for a moment, the evil one can get in and sow weeds into your home, into the hearts of your little children that can have lasting impact. And so it's important for for parents to ask ourselves, like where are the weeds growing in our home right now? What are the threats that have entered into the fields that now realizing I need to just chase out because for some time I've been turning a blind eye to it. And this is an area that I can control. What are the things that are attacking right now my family, my children, that's getting into the home and little seeds of, of weeds are growing? I had dinner with a family here a couple, a couple nights ago and they have three, three small children and we were just talking about all this, all the challenges that it is to raise children today. And they were explaining to me all the measures that they take of protecting the, the weeds, the evil one, from getting in and sowing weeds in their home. And listening to them over the course of the dinner, I was incredibly inspired and encouraged to hearing the measures that they take of what their kids watch on TV, on the internet, what they listen to, because they get it. They understand that it starts at home. Things out there that we see in the news starts at home. It's the littlest of things. And that's exactly our third and last principle here. Start small, start somewhere. Those last two parables that we heard that Deacon John just proclaimed, one of the mustard seed and the leaven, the kingdom of God starts really small. It's like a mustard seed, he says, or a little bit of leaven that's powerful and, and it's transformative. You know, that's, that's just the way God operates, really small. How did he save the world? Through a little baby infant who ended up saving humanity from sin and death. The tiniest of seeds can turn into something great. Meaning what we're doing to combat evil in the world starts small. Starts somewhere as little by little, small incremental improvements in our lives. That's the principle of the mustard seed. To slowly knocking out the vice that we have in our lives, the sin, the habits that we know do not contribute us being the man that, that we're called to be. The, the woman that we're called to be. Start small, tackle that vice, tackle that daily choice, daily choices that we make matter. 
Choices lead to habits. Habits lead to virtue. Virtue leads to holiness. The choices we make every day help lead us to sanctity to be sure that contributes to combating the evil that we see that's out there. So here we are, Mokina, Illinois. We see evil. Let us, let us start by remembering and calling to heart these three principles from the gospel this weekend. One is God is patient with evil, and thanks be to God he is. Two, control what you can control. In other words, control the evil that you can control. And third, realizing the importance to starting small and starting somewhere.